Welcome and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Healing with Ketamine. I'm your host today, I'm Jacqueline Drake, and with me today I have Dr. Cassius Drake. And today on our show, we'd like to discuss a lot of things in the press right, actually right now. And so there's a lot of press about ketamine. And I really wanted to, and we both wanted to actually, to address some of the concerns about safety with ketamine. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the press seems to be very negative. So we'd like to talk about the really incredible um, e efficacy, but also the safety that we put in, in place. And yeah. so when it comes time to, because um, it really is an incredible medication for, mm -hmm. um, for mental health. And um, we'd like to discuss a lot about our safety protocols. And so when it comes to choosing, or if any person needs to find some help, they'll be able to find it in a safe, manner. So welcome to Healing with Ketamine and today we have Dr. Drake to answer a lot of questions for us. Hello and uh, good morning and uh, always a pleasure to be here to talk about our, our amazing work that we do um, at the Drake Center um, and uh, the incredible healing potential of ketamine when it's utilized in a safe and guided way. Yes. Uh, and so happy to, to discuss that today. Very good. And so starting off, you know, we had, there's been a lot of press lately, so mm -hmm. we can start right there um, with some of the, the press that has been going around. So. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure many people are familiar with the, the unfortunate incident with Matthew Perry, uh, which has really brought this to the forefront. And uh, Matthew Perry, who, who struggled with addiction for some time, and, and we grew up, you know, watching the show, so, you know, it was a big hit Absolutely. to us. And, and, um, he was undergoing uh, IV ketamine treatments for addiction and depression, and he'd been doing that uh, for some time and, and actually getting improvement. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, he did what occasionally happens, which it, it would seem that he got a hold to some home-use ketamine mm -hmm. in an oral form that he was doing alone uh, and, and, you know, apparently took too much uh, alone, uh, which led him to become unconscious in a hot tub and drown. Um, and this, this is what's uh, in an otherwise very safe FDA-approved medication has been in use for over 50 years uh, when used with uh, professional uh, guidance and licensed support um, is incredibly safe. Um, but uh, when utilized in unsupervised situations, unfortunate things can happen. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, you know, our discussion today is about how this can be done and how we do it um, in, in a safe way um, and why that's so important uh, that, you know, when someone's choosing ketamine treatment or choosing a center, um, that they choose one that's going to give them all of the support that they need. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and, there's, and there's a lot also with the FDA and what the FDA is approving and, and mm -hmm. um, suggests, actually, and recommends along the lines of, of ketamine safety as well. So yeah, so address some of that. So, uh, you know, ketamine is an FDA-approved medication. Uh, it's been an FDA-approved anesthetic for over 50 years. Um, and it also has psychedelic properties, which is what we use in, in, in our healing paradigm uh, to help people go through this process of transformative change with guidance and support. Um, as this uh, cutting-edge modality has been growing in popularity, uh, and, and achieving wider use, issues have arisen. And actually the FDA has actually put out guidance that uh, the use of ketamine at home in oral form is not recommended. 
Um, and there are, uh, you know, several uh, companies and, and, and individual providers uh, who will provide oral ketamine for home use. Um, and that's, there's a lot of potential pitfalls there, uh, as, as you saw with the situation with Matthew Perry uh, and with this guiding from the, from the FDA. Uh, you know, and so, you know, in our protocol, in, 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 our, in our clinic, um, we provide uh, ketamine in person. Um, uh, our patients are never alone. Uh, we don't prescribe ketamine for home use. We don't believe in that. Uh, we wholeheartedly believe that the transformative potential of the psychedelic experience of ketamine uh, is incredibly powerful in healing when used with appropriate guidance through a process uh, uh, of change. It's not meant to be used all the time. It's not meant to be used uh, something that you do on a daily basis. Um, that's not the goal. And, and quite honestly, we feel like if people are using that way, then that's quite frankly inappropriate. Um, and you know, if there are potential you know, pitfalls in the ongoing use uh, of this very uh, powerful healing paradigm, um, it has to be done within appropriate boundaries uh, and in a secure situation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So there's a lot of safety around the actual medication being it as an anesthetic. And uh, so to be able to, you're saying basically to have trained professionals around mm -hmm. you during that. But there's also this other part of it of having somebody with you also during this, yes. the psychological part of it. And actual, let's say the journey itself. Because a lot of things can go away also, and mm -hmm. and when a patient, I you know, in our in our practice at least, I do know that when a patient's prepped, ready, they're able to go into these situations or experiences and be fully ready. So mm -hmm. whatever comes up, um, I want to kind of discuss too because there's a lot of patients that in this similar realm is that that shouldn't get ketamine. There's certain yes. patient populations that shouldn't, and the psychedelic experience, which I know you were going to explain, mm -hmm. but the psychedelic experience alone can actually make their mental health problems sometimes worse. So right. I'd so, love to discuss that part of safety yeah. as well, because that has to do with screening and being with medical professionals to actually screen you uh, to make sure that your mental health history and everything is out on the table, your physical health everything on the table um, and we spend I mean our personal practice we spend a lot of time getting to know our patients in and out <laughs> yeah. so a as you're speaking to you know speaking to the, the 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 necessity and the benefits of doing this in a, in a secure environment with licensed professionals uh, who are there to guide a patient through the whole process meaning from screening out from the beginning who is it appropriate for uh, it's a very powerful catalyst for change, but it's not right for everybody. Um, and, and there are risks. Someone who's had bipolar one disorder, for example, or had a previous manic episode, well, you probably shouldn't use uh, a psychedelic. Um, people who've had you know, previous psychosis. I mean, let's be frank. There's a very fine line between a psychedelic experience and a psychosis. You know, we, we, we admit this, what's the difference? The difference is how tethered is a person to reality mm -hmm. before they go into it. And if someone has a loose tether, like in schizophrenia, for example, you should be exceedingly cautious if you go there at all. Right. Um, and so doing this with, uh, with experienced professionals uh, who understand 
uh, how to screen for, for these potential contraindications, how to do a good physical evaluation to make sure that the patient is physically healthy uh, and able to handle the experience is critically, critically important. Uh, and and uh, a major emphasis in our process, which begins with an intake, a thorough intake um, uh, process where we get to know our patients in depth, make sure there's no contraindications, and then we follow that up with preparation. So a psychedelic experience can be disorienting. If you've never had that before, uh, and having some guidance on how to approach it, how to be with it, how to relax into it, mm -hmm. into something that you may have never experienced before so that you can experience the transformative potential of it right. um, and, and not have an overwhelming experience. Uh, and, and to enhance that, and, and uh, I'm sure you can speak to this, is you know, it's important that you do it in the right environment. Absolutely. Uh, as we discussed with, uh, with psychedelics, set and setting is everything. Yes. And that's the mindset that you bring to it, uh, which we discuss in preparation and intake, uh, and, and the setting in which you receive it. Um, and we put you know, enormous effort into, into our facility and our setting um, so that it has uh, the right energy, um, uh, that people can feel safe and secure. As we say in our way, the butterfly paradigm, they can enter the chrysalis and let go and fall apart into their bits and rebuild into something else. Yeah. yeah. So, and you've you've put tremendous. You know, the the space that we have is, is the energy that it has is 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 everything that you've brought to it. Oh. Well, safety and the set and setting actually is mm -hmm. so crucial when you're when you were talking about mindset and even just um, entering into a journey. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything that and you know we usually see our patients once a week. Um, when they get started on their on their treatments, and you know a lot happens in that week, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot happens of life. <laughs> I call it life happens in that week to week, and uh, it's really important for set and setting to get them out of whatever frazzled maybe state or mm -hmm. angst or whatever it may be um, that happens in between there. Because like I said, life happens, right? So it it's really important before a patient goes into. Um, any sort of treatment like this to make sure that the set and setting, make sure that you are surrounded by people that know what they're doing with it, mm -hmm. but also understand how incredibly healing it can be as well. Yes. Right? And there's this beautiful balance of being open and receptive to that, and that all has to do with how you feel, right? From the moment you walk in, I'm sure our patients could tell you individually their own experiences, of course. Um, we even have a therapy dog with us, so mm -hmm. we try really hard to uh, make sure people have a safe place but also a comfortable place to heal because he and I um, both have worked past <laughs> in very sterile healing environments, but I can tell you right now there wasn't much healing in those mm, sterile environments. Right. And, um, you know, via the bright lights and the you know, emergency rooms where we both have worked, or you know, cancer centers or anything like that. There's, there's, there's well meaning in it, but when you get in there, it's still kind of cold and sterile. And this kind of work, um, it really involves getting the whole, the wholeness of it, right? Yes. The whole experience, um, because it is our. We're talking our mindset, our subconscious mind, even, and what comes in is what comes in. And it's ideally that we kind of settle all the thoughts and get settled before we even enter that space. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Which I think is very special about, about our clinic and, and, and our process 
in the way that we established that setting and in, in the way that, you know, in, in the preparation, you know, we advise people on what to expect. But then when you come to the facility, they actually have that treatment. I mean, sometimes people are really, they're really anxious, yeah. um, you know, and they're like, what am I about to do? And, and am I, am I going to be okay? Um, and we spend time with them uh, before that, getting them settled, getting them centered, uh, doing a, a meditation exercise and a centering exercise so that they're ready and, and centered and ready to enter in this state to, to receive what they need. And, 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 and during it, um, they're never alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we, we have, uh, we put uh, two people in the room, uh, um, uh, a licensed provider, an experienced counselor in the room with, with, with every patient for every session. Um, if there's any needs that arise, we're right there uh, to, to support the patient. And this is the way that it should be done. Yeah. You know, when, when people are considering, um, should I, is ketamine therapy right for me? And they begin to resource it, re research it. They're often overwhelmed with the, the variety of oh, clinics sure. that are out there and mm -hmm. the different ways in which ketamine is being provided in the different settings in which it is being provided. And, and quite frankly, which way is safe, um, in which way perhaps is not as safe, um, uh, and, and why it's so important to do this with guidance and screening. I think it's really important too because our patients are coming to us sometimes for anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so the angst is already there and to make sure that they feel comfortable is the most right. important thing because healing just can't happen when you are scared. It just doesn't work right. like that. It, it does. just doesn't. It doesn't. It does, not this settle. kind of work, at least. Um, and so mm -hmm. safety and feeling comfortable. Um, and I, I will say also, I, I hold a lot of hands. You do? I, I do. <laughs> I hold a lot of hands. Um, I am literally right next to the patient monitoring their vitals mm -hmm. the entire time. And I'm right there when they wake up. I'm right there if they wake up during it. Um, and we work through it and we walk through it together. No yeah. matter what. So the patient is never left alone. And we don't suggest doing this alone either. Right. Um, like I said, there's two licensed people in the room um, for medical, and you are very safe <laughs> with us. And, you know, and, and, you know, as people look at, at different clinics and, 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 the, and the different ways that it's given, um, you know, you may find some clinics where well, one, they're just sending it to you at home, oh um, and and you're doing it alone, and we know how that turns out potentially, um, or uh, in other settings where you may actually be administering a nasal spray to yourself in a room by yourself, uh, where you're left to sit in a room, uh, and, and then and then you're sit on your way with very little coaching or, or guidance, and and that's the treatment. Um, treatment is and, just that, though, and, it's and that and that and that's it. Um, and you know, people get some short-term benefit from that, but end up just needing ketamine for an extended period of time, uh, and sometimes with no long-lasting change. Um, and and that's less optimal than than what's potentially attainable. Uh, through a more integrated process that involves coaching and guidance on both sides of the experience, uh, which uh, you know, in, in our experience, uh, and studies actually show um, that ketamine with coaching and integration leads to longer lasting change, uh, less treatments needed, uh, less overall cost, 
um, and, and, and more sustainable, long-lasting, transformative change. Um, and, and we see this uh, quite regularly in our practice and, and you know, as we joke uh, about uh, our, our, our caterpillars become butterflies and fly away. They fly away, they and, do, uh, they really and do. And a lot of people go off with know, their medications too. A, so. you know, and that's a mixed blessing, you know, we're always yeah. sad to see them go and, and, and <laughs> proud of, of the growth that, that, uh, that they've made. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, that is, um, <laughs> that is an interesting paradigm for us. <laughs> we yeah. create butterflies and then they do fly off. Um, our, yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And when, it's, when this is done the right way, with the right set of people and um, support around it, it really can be transformational um, to the point where people don't need to go back for boosters or they don't need to be hooked on two or three times a week, nasal sprays or mm -hmm. whatever it may be, that they are um, being prescribed. Because there's really, there's healing within that psychedelic experience. And it's the safety of that and based around that is really the depth of it, the depth of the healing that yep. can be. You know, and so, you know, something else occurred to me that I think it's important to, to speak to, that I, I think it's important to maintain a level of, in this whole idea of psychedelic treatments, to maintain a level of respect or wonder or awe even for the mystery of the experience yeah. um, and that that mysterious experience is where the healing happens yes. um, and you know you need you know support and and some guidance um, but it's also important to recognize that the experience is where it happens that's where the change happens that's where fundamental truths evolve. Mm -hmm. It's if the goal is to just be less depressed, then that's probably attainable with a nasal spray uh, and not doing any change or really looking at yourself in depth and wanting to do the work that comes up. Um, you know, or, or you can recognize that there is opportunities for powerful transformative change in these experiences. And each one of those experiences can be the one, um, and you know, a, a, a mystical experience of any sort uh, is transformative in and of itself, and that should be the goal. This is the point. That should be the goal of psychedelic therapy. Not to be less depressed, it, yes, or not the to goal just be is to, more happy. The or goal whatever. is to transform. <laughs> exactly. The goal exactly. is not to be a less depressed caterpillar. Or to the, take it every goal, day. <laughs> the goal is to evolve into something else, to evolve into a butterfly and experience life from a different place. That's the goal and that's the, the, the place where we try to get our patients to. Yeah. That doesn't happen without work, without guidance, mm -hmm. without a safe place, without security enough that you can release and, and open to transformative change. Uh, and in, in, in an environment that provides all of those things, uh, I think patients can reliably expect a safe and transformative experience that supports them long-term in their life and helps them become better human beings and parents and spouses and workers and whatever else that we need in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, we're very passionate about it and we want to we wanna yeah. see this continue and grow and to be done in a safe way. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So what would be some ideas then that you would suggest to our viewers that um, 
You know, if they were looking for a clinic, mm -hmm. they were looking for some help, maybe they don't live in the state. Well, our yep. patients come from all over the world right yep. now, but um, maybe they couldn't get here or whatever. Maybe they're looking for something local in their own areas. What would be some of the qualities that you mm -hmm. would suggest? Yep. So, you know, someone who's looking for a, a safe and effective uh, provider of ketamine, one should, should look for uh, licensed providers that provide ketamine services in person. Um, uh, uh, just because something can be done doesn't mean it should be done. Uh, so the, the fact that there are uh, clinics that provide home ketamine and is very convenient um, is less uh, of, of an optimal situation. That's a way to become a less depressed caterpillar. Uh, but to truly achieve the full benefit to become a butterfly, that's a different journey. Um, and and that, that, to do that, you need experienced integration coaches. Mm -hmm. You need people who know, who know more about, who don't just understand how to give it safely, right. uh, to screen out the right people, to, who, to figure out who not to give it to, how to know what dose to give and to provide it to you in a safe, comfortable, secure way. But to also be able to support you on the other side and help you figure out what that meant and help you go through the process and support you through the process of how do I integrate this new foundational truth into myself? How, how does it, my life really look if I go from believing that I had to work for love but now I just have it. How does someone live from that new space? How do you put that inside of yourself? First, you have to have the right place that allows you to experience that yeah, fully. To feel it, yeah. And to feel that and to know it's real. Um, and then receive that experienced, competent guidance that can support you in reaching that higher goal. Yeah. Um, so a place that has in-person treatment experienced licensed professionals, the availability of uh, experience integration coaching is, is what people should look for. Uh, and in that setting, uh, can reasonably expect a safe and powerfully transformative experience. Yeah, well that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what I, I feel that we provide. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope there's other places out there that do this way. Yeah, um, yeah. any other, you wanna add anything else to to that? Um, no, just to, 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 to wrap up, um, you know, uh, ketamine is a, is a powerful transformative catalyst for change. And when utilized in a safe way, um, profound healing happens. Uh, lives change, hearts heal, um, and people enter into a new uh, and different life. And we see this on a regular basis with our work. Uh, and so we encourage anyone to uh, reach out to us uh, or, or research some, some uh, other clinics, uh, but to know that there are many ways to do this work um, and it's important that you find a place that provides it in a safe way and supports you through every step of the way. Yes, fully agree. Well, thank you everyone for listening in today or watching. Um, we are at the Drake Center and you'll be able to find us there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and really do your research, friends. Please do your research when it comes to this.